He's a writer. He's a producer with Epoch Times. Kevin Stockland back on the program. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Doing well, thanks. How can how can they do that? Because I know a lot of people who are oil rich from North Dakota. I, I have some mineral rights in North Dakota. It's the single spot in the entire state where there is no oil. So I am not oil rich. But um, how how do they take over something that belongs to people, like mineral rights, that sort of thing? Well, that's a great question, and that, that's the question that we've been answering. So what the New York Stock Exchange currently has in front of the SEC is a proposal to set up what they call um, natural asset companies. And this would allow investors to pool their money and essentially buy rights to public and private land throughout the United States. Okay. That kind of went over my head. Because how can they do that unless the people give up their rights to their stuff? So this is one of the major questions uh, in the in the filing. It says that they will be acquiring rights from sovereigns, which is uh, you know countries, public land. The question is how can they get those rights? Uh, and this is a constitutional question: whether the Biden administration is preparing to transfer some rights to public lands to companies like this, um, and whether they even have the rights to do it. But what's interesting is the Biden administration through the SEC has really fast-tracked approval of these natural asset companies. So they gave a very t- a short 21-day window for a comment period, which went right through the Christmas holiday when very few people are working. Uh, it was up on January 2nd. And there have been protests about this from 32 congressmen and a number of state financial officers. So the SEC extended that deadline to January 18. But these are all questions that we have about why these companies are being set up, why they would trade them on the New York Stock Exchange, can foreign investors buy rights to U.S. properties through these through these natural asset companies? And, uh, you know, a lot of this has just been swept under the rug with the short approval period. Yeah, all good questions, but very sneaky. And I would so go so far as to say nefarious. It's very strange. It's strange on a couple of counts. One, if someone wanted to preserve nature, um, they could just do that. They could... Uh, give money to a nonprofit, to any other charity that, that goes and buys land and, and preserves it in perpetuity. So why are they setting up these companies to do this? The one uh, answer I got from uh, Rep. Uh, Harriet Hagerman out of Wyoming was that um, these nonprofits can't buy public land, whereas these natural asset companies potentially could. And so she believes that's a major difference here. But they're not using, these companies are not using any sort of uh, Western accounting. They're not using GAAP accounting. They're using UN environmental accounting. And they're saying that our natural resources are worth about $100 trillion a year. This is clean air and clean water and everything else. So they see this as something that they can monetize, invest in, and make a profit off of somehow. Well, and control. I think the key word here is control, because once companies own something, they control it. That's correct. And the concern is that uh, public land, uh, is uh, a lot of it is used by farmers, it's used by ranchers, it's used by hunters, it's obviously used for drilling for oil uh, and, um, uh, you know, things like this, mining. Cool. yeah. And so the question is, you know, could those rights suddenly be controlled now by these companies um, and what effect does that have on our food supply? They've stated that they don't want any mining or um, drilling or what they call factory farming on these lands. So That's what does terrifying. this mean for farmers and ranchers? 
I'm t- this is terrifying. Just the thought of it is terrifying. This has to stop. I mean, they have to stop this. I mean, somebody, you can buy some land. You don't own what's underneath it. You have to buy the mineral rights. There are two different things. A lot of people do not understand that. They think if they buy some land, they might, you know, find gold or diamonds or coal or oil or something underneath that that didn't belong to you unless it came with you in the deal these folks are are trying to buy up whatever's above and below the ground aren't they yeah and it's raising huge concerns particularly in western states which on average are about half owned by the federal government so nevada for example is 80 percent government owned utah alaska and idaho are about 60 percent uh federally owned wyoming is about 50 percent so the amount of control that the federal government has over western states is really unbelievable and their concern is that they are going to lose the rights to get resources out of their lands or use it for farming or use it for hunting or anything else if these natural asset companies are able to buy rights to public land. How do they make a profit though? Do they then control the price of those products that come along with that land? And when he says in the West they own that's like national parks and stuff like that. So a lot of it is owned by the government already. But um, how do they make a profit off of, of our natural resources? Right. So this is another question. So as I said, they're not using GAAP accounting, which every other company that trades on the New York Stock Exchange uses. They're using what's called UN environmental accounting. Uh, and so they're going to somehow try to value what clean air and clean water and biodiversity is worth and put a number on that. Um, the one area where they say they might be able to make money is ecotourism. So charging people to hike and you know, uh, camp out in oh public lands gosh. might be a possibility. Um, other than that, this is just highly questionable. How do we make money at this unless we can somehow create a shortage of air and clean water and, and make a profit off of that? I don't know. Uh, this is a highly dubious venture, and there's so many questions around it. This is insanity. Where, where do they expect the homeless people go- to go if they can't even camp on, you know, on land? So, I mean, well, the, there's a lot of homeless people. They, do they not care about people in general? Is it just clean air and clean water? And, I mean, we care about those things, too, but people matter as well. Sure. And the other thing is they've defined the use of the land. It has to be for sustainable purposes. Well, could that include uh, building huge uh, wind farms? And could that include no. building uh, huge acres of solar panels? Could that include running carbon capture pipelines through public land? So, you know, it's very vague what the purpose of these companies would be or how they're going to make money or any of the other questions that you've just raised. Well, but not only the ones I've raised, it's the ones I can't even think of yet. I'm, I'm sure their little, their little robot brains are going crazy of all the ways they could rip us off. Well, I encourage people, if they have thoughts on this, uh, the comment period has been reopened now until January 18th at the Securities and Exchange Commission. They're the ones who have the authority to approve or disprove these natural asset companies. I encourage people to go to the SEC website and um, and comment uh, if you have concerns about this or raise questions. This is something that I think needs to be thoroughly vetted. Yeah, and this doesn't just matter to, to people who are you know, landowners or farmers or, or ranchers or whatever, it's hunters, listen up. I mean, this is, if you're on public land and, and you're out hunting, they can tell you you can't go there if this goes through. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, this, this is basically the concern. And we're looking, you know, this is all happening in the context of a time when, uh, you know, the powers that be don't want us eating meat. They don't like ranching. They hate beef. They, they don't like any sort of animal farming. And public lands are being used for grazing and all those sorts of things. 
So, you, you know, this doesn't bode well if this control is handed over to these sorts of wealthy investors who could be foreign investors. They could be investors from China or Russia or anywhere else around the world. It's not necessarily our friends. <sighs> now I have so much anxiety. Gee, thanks, Kevin. I have so much anxiety right now. I'm literally, my jaw's hurting. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the different revenue avenues that they're looking at. They're, I'm sure they're drooling at the, uh, at, the, at the possibilities here of what they could force us to do and not be able to do. I mean, it's, it's the possibilities are endless here. Right. Well, you know, the land in the United States is supposed to belong to all of us. That's how Congress set it up. It's oh supposed to be gosh. usable. Um, and it is not supposed to be subject to the whims of companies. So what these companies are supposed to do uh, is is really questionable. You know, we've we've mentioned a lot of the Western states. Can you imagine how Alaska feels about this? Uh, Alaska is terrified. I spoke with the state financial officer there. He said the prospect is terrifying to him. I'm terrified, and I'm not even in Alaska, thank God, for small favors, just saying. But... This, how do we stop it? What do we do? Seriously. Well, I do encourage people to go to sec.gov and you can uh, search natural asset companies and provide comments there. There's an opportunity to do that. But reach out to your congressmen. They don't all know about this. Um, and ask them, you know, what they're doing. Congress should have a role in this as well. It's public land. So, um, you know, we what we don't want to see is something coming out of the administration that transfers rights illegally or in some way that, that, you know, violates the constitutional rights of Americans. It's like the dark web. This is like the Wall Street dark web. That's what this is to me. It's like some weird person from some foreign country buying a little girl off the streets of America, and we don't know what they're going to do with her. We don't know where she's going or what the what the rules are going to be. This is this is what they're doing with the land right now. They that they they are scraping away our rights right underneath our noses because people are too busy worrying about what the Kardashians are doing to worry about what actually matters. Oh, my gosh, I have a sore jaw from stress. Kevin, you're a writer and producer for Epoch Times. You've, you've, you've written about this. You've written about other things. The Shadow State is available right now as well, right? Uh, it is. It's available for streaming at theshadowstate.com. You can also get it on DVD. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to be stressed out all day long. Uh, I mean, we can write to our Congress people, but is there a way to stop it? Um, I think it probably would take congressional action, but we'll see if the SEC is going to approve this. You know, I think they wanted to do it very quietly, and now it's become more of a public issue. Uh, and so I think they may think twice about approving this because there are so many questions around it. Every single one of you listening to the sound of my voice you go to Spotify later on today. You find this interview. Search podcasts under 960-KZIM. You find this interview with Kevin Stockland, and you share it on social media, and you share it everywhere. Send it to everyone you know on your entire email list because it is not getting out there. The word is not getting out, and we need everybody to hear this. Kevin, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.